this is the day the Lord has made and we have chosen to rejoice and be glad in it. It is my prayer this morning that you've invited the King to come in to your sanctuary, which is your home on this morning. The presence of the Lord is flowing and we just thank God for his divine presence. We thank God for the person of the Holy Spirit. I sense the anointing and I believe that burdens are being removed and yokes are being destroyed because of the anointing. And we thank God for each of you connecting with us on this morning. I believe that God is going to do something radical in your life. Now, you know, here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center, we believe that sharing is caring. So what I need you to do at this time, I need you to share our virtual worship experience with those that are a part of your Facebook community so that they can experience the same move of the Holy Spirit that you're going to experience. Matter of fact, scratch that. The same move of the Spirit of God that you're experiencing right now. Now, we know at the Point of Praise Family Life Center, we're a touchy-feely church. We love to greet one another, hug one another, speak words of encouragement to one another. Uh, we can't do it at this time because of this pandemic that we're dealing with. But right here on our Facebook Live platform, what I need you to do is write in the comment area. Just let us know who you are, where you're from. Let's meet and greet one another. And those of you that are our first time guests, just let us know that you're a first time guest here on a Point of Praise Family Life Center's virtual worship uh, experience. And so that we can acknowledge you and also so that we can get out to you a special gift that I would like to send you. So let's meet and greet uh, one another this morning. God bless you, Mother Williams in the Carolinas. We thank and we praise God for you. Who else do we have on? God bless you, Deacon Holland. We thank God for you. Good morning, uh, Brother Todd. God bless you this morning. Come on, let's also celebrate God for our Zoom audience. We can't see them on our Facebook Live platform, but I'll let them know, I'll communicate with them that you all are giving them hearts and thumbs up. So let's give our Zoom audience some hearts and some thumbs up to let them know that we we love them. Glory to God. That's where our church mother is and our, our senior deacon, Deacon Walker. So let's celebrate God for them. God bless you, Mother Blake. God bless you, uh, Anthony Watson. God bless you, Sister Priscilla. Let's celebrate God also for our senior pastor and his lovely wife on this morning, Lady Childs. Didn't our senior pastor do a wonderful job this morning? We're our multi-generational church. So uh, you're going to see many different faces, many different generations on our platform. God bless you, Sister June. God bless you, Lady Brown. Let's give Lady Brown some hearts and thumbs up and our senior pastor and first lady child's thumbs up and hearts god bless you deacon towns and god bless you sister charmaine god bless you mother giles good morning god bless you sister anderson brother alfred god bless you sir you didn't send me any food this weekend from the dinners glory to god i know those dinners was awesome and you didn't send me anything we're gonna have to have a conversation about that uh brother alfred god bless you mother audrey we pray that you're feeling better we've been 
interceding on your behalf and we pray that God has restored your health and strength. God bless you, Mother Henderson. God bless you, Mother Shorter. Come on, you all, you have to give Mother Shorter some hearts and some thumbs up. She is on our Facebook Live platform. She's been on the platform for the last couple of weeks. Mother Shorter has shifted. She's made the transition from the Zoom platform to the Facebook Live platform. Come on, point of praise, let's show her some love. Again, we are a multi-generational church and we're bridging the gap and we're advancing the kingdom of God together. Glory to God. All right, I'm ready to get into the word of the Lord. I have a passion for this message that I'm going to be teaching uh, on today. We're going to reconnect with the series that we launched on last week entitled it's harvest time we believe here at the point of praise family life center this is our year for the harvest and we believe that we're going to experience a record-breaking harvest this morning i'm going to minister from the subject god's original intent i believe with all of my heart that during this time of pandemic what god what god has been doing he's been realigning the church back to his original intent. And it's time for us to regain uh, our focus so that we can keep the main thing the main thing. There needs to be a priority shift in the kingdom of God so that we can tap into God's original intent and that's advancing the kingdom of God. God's agenda has to become our agenda and that's advancing the kingdom of God. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, the foundational text we used on last week, you're not going to see it on the screen. I'm just going to just talk about it just a little bit. But the foundational text we used on last week was Matthew 9, 35 through 38, where Jesus went through went throughout the villages. He was healing individuals of all their sicknesses and diseases. And then he looked out amongst the crowd because he was moved with compassion. He had compassion for those individuals that he seen in the crowd. And he said, listen, these individuals are out here. They're like sheep without a shepherd. Now notice in the particular text, that Jesus already defined them as sheep without a shepherd. These are individuals that had, they don't have anyone to lead them in green pastures and lead them beside still waters. They need someone to assist them. They need someone to meet their needs. And Jesus' heart was moved with compassion. And the Bible lets you know that he said, you know what? We need to pray to the Lord of the harvest that he send laborers out into the vineyard. And I believe that prayer has been answered. God has called you and I to be the laborers in the vineyard so that we can put our hands to the plow and reap the harvest of souls. We have to have the same passion that Jesus has for individuals. Now, any ministry or any believer that has no interest in people needs to recheck their salvation. You cannot tell me that you are a lover of Jesus Christ 
and you don't love people because God loves people. Therefore, you and I, we need to love people also. And we're going to look in our particular text on this morning, and we're going to find out how much God really loves people. Let's go to our text this morning. It's found in John 3, 16 um, through verse 18, very familiar passage of scripture to most of us. Now, as I minister on this morning, it's going to seem like I'm being a little juvenile. And I know we have mature believers on this platform on this morning. But if you just stay with me, we're going to do a little bit of review of some things that you already know. And then I'm going to transition you to some things that the Holy Spirit has revealed to me. So let's read this particular text together. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has no because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten the son of God. Now let me start out by asking you all a question. We know that this is an interactive time of ministering. Let me start out by asking you all a question. What does God love? Let me look right here in this comment area to see what your response is. What does God love? Because we want to love everything that God loves. So what does God love? What is God passionate about. It's right there in the text because we see throughout scripture, God never says he loves the church. God never says he loves angels. God never says he loves cherubims and seraphims. God lets us know through this scripture what he loves. Now that doesn't mean he doesn't love the church. That doesn't mean he doesn't love angels. That doesn't mean he doesn't love cherubims and seraphims. But what does God say he loves. What does God say that he loves? God, God's will towards your fellow man. All right. Our faith, the world, the world, the world, the world. Thank you, Sister Vivian. God loves the world. That's what the text says. It says, for God so loved the world. He loves the people who are trapped under the rulership of the kingdom of darkness. So God loves the world. God loves the world so much that he came down here in the form of a man to redeem mankind back unto himself. So God loves the world and God also loves the people who are trapped under the rulership of the kingdom of darkness. And we must also love people that's trapped in the kingdom of darkness. Individuals, mankind, they don't know that they're trapped in the kingdom of darkness, but we have a revelation from God. We have knowledge of the word of God. We understand that people are lost. They are sheep without a shepherd. And God has placed Jesus Christ 
in our lives so that we can share this gospel of the kingdom with individuals so that they can be snatched out of the kingdom of darkness. Now, we here at the point of praise, we have a mission. And a lot of times what happens in ministry is uh, we go through our daily lives and we have circumstances and situations that we face and we deal with and we forget about the mission that God has given us, especially during this time of pandemic where we, we're isolated, we're separated, we're not connected with one another and we can become individualized in our efforts, not realizing that God has brought us together as a body of baptized believers and we need to be focused on the mission that God has given us as a ministry. Now let's look at what our mission is at the Point of Praise Family Life Center because we believe that this is our year of the harvest, but we have to stay true to the mission that God has given us. Our mission is to know Christ and to make Christ known. Come on, let's say it out loud together. To know Christ and to make Christ known. In other words, we're supposed to have a right relationship with God. This denotes that we have fellowship with God. We have a connection with God. And it's our responsibility to make Christ known to other individuals. So if we have this right relationship with God, if we have this fellowship with God, that means we should have the same passion that God has for advancing his kingdom in the earth. Now you'll know how much a person really loves God or you'll know how close a person really is in their love walk with Jesus Christ by how they express their love to other individuals. You'll know how close they really are to Christ by how they express their love to other individuals. You cannot say that you are a lover of Jesus Christ and you do not express your love towards other individuals. Everybody has needs. Everybody has situations that they're dealing with. I have situations that I deal with on a daily basis, but we must be sensitive to the needs of other individuals. Jesus had a soul winner's consciousness. And that's my prayer for us, uh, for the Point of Praise Family Life Center, is that we have a soul winner's consciousness. And those individuals that's even connect with us on this morning, I'm praying that you have a soul winner's consciousness, that you are conscious or that you are able to discern every opportunity that God affords to you to minister to someone. All right. Now, let look, let's look at God's number one priority. God's number one priority is to reconcile man back to himself. Again, God's number one priority is to reconcile man back unto, unto himself. Now, let's go into the chat area. What does it mean to be reconciled? What does it mean to be reconciled? If, if, if God's number one priority is to reconcile man back to himself, what does it mean uh, to be reconciled? Come on, let's go right here in the chat area. What does it mean to be reconciled? Because if this is God's number one priority, that means we need to be clear on what this word reconcile 
really means. Now, I hope you all are not spending time Googling it and looking it up. Come on, just tell me, what does it mean to be reconciled? What does it mean to be reconciled? Come on. I know I have a smart class here on this morning. What does it mean to be reconciled? Oh, you all are making me feel bad. Reinstated, to be reinstated, to be restored, to be restored. Someone else said to be restored, to come together. All right, you all are warming up. To come to terms with differences and right standing with the Lord. All right, so now let's look at scripture. Forgiving, Sister Odessa said, forgiving all right you all you all are warming up to bring home with forgiveness to make at peace all right let all right <laughs> brought into good standing let's go to the scripture and we're going to find out what this word really means to bring back home someone says let's go to second corinthians 5 18 through 20 because we're being restored back to god's original intent all right second corinthians 5 18 through 20 in the new living translation it says and all of this is a gift from god who brought us back to himself through christ he brought us back to himself how through christ and god has given us this task of what reconciling people to him God has given us this task as blood-washed, baptized believers. God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. That's God's original intent is to reconcile man back to him. And he's given us this task. Come on, let's keep on going. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whomsoever believeth should not perish but have everlasting life. Reconcile themselves back to God. No longer counting people's sins against them. For, for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message. God gave us this wonderful message, this message of reconciliation. God has given us this message of reconciliation so that we can minister to other individuals and connect them back to God. Let's keep reading. So we are Christ's ambassadors. We're God's special messengers. Well, we're Christ's special messengers. God is making his appeal. How? Through us. Glory to God. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Now let's define this word reconciliation. The word reconciliation means the reestablishment of an interrupted or broken relationship. Again, the reestablishment of an interrupted or broken relationship. So what this means is at one time, 
we had a relationship with God. And mankind does not know that they already had a relationship with God, but this relationship was broken when sin entered into the world. Through one man, Adam, sin entered into the world. And once sin entered into the world, it broke our relationship with God. But God has given us this message of reconciliation. And when God sent Jesus Christ into the world to die for our sins, he's saying, listen, if you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this relationship can be reestablished. Glory be to God. Now, you all know what it means to consolidate. Uh, it's a bank term where you put all debts that you had, all financial debts that you had, you put them in one, hallelujah, you put them in one, the bank pays the bill, pays the, the bill for all those debts, and you just pay one bill. Well, through Jesus Christ, all debts have been brought together, and through Jesus Christ, all the bills, all the debts have been paid for you and I. But man does not know that the bill has been paid. Glory be to God. So reconciliation means the reestablishment of an interrupted and broken relationship. Now, God has given us a divine course. God has a divine course. He has a purpose for you and I. So let's look at reconciliation a little bit deeper. Let's find out what, what God's divine course is. Ooh, glory to God. God's divine course is to reconcile man back to him. Also to reconcile man back to their original purpose, to reconcile man to their true potential, to reconcile man back to their kingdom dominion. God has given us dominion. He's given us power. He's given us authority. God wants to reconcile mankind back to their, their Adamic state. Glory be to God. He wants to reconcile man back to their leadership mandate. He wants to reconcile man back to his will for us to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue. It's our assignment to reclaim the earth. It's our assignment to transform society. And we have to do this by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have to do this by meeting the needs of individuals and letting them know that Jesus is the answer for the world today. And we have to become passionate about souls. Glory be to God. We have to become passionate about meeting the needs of other individuals. We can't be sidetracked by our own agendas. We can't be sidetracked by our own plans. Yes, you have plans. Yes, you have goals. Yes, you have aspirations. Yes, you have things going on in your life. And we understand that we are going through transition right now. But God wants us to shift our focus on the harvest. He's saying there's people out there that need to hear the gospel of the kingdom of God. And I've made you ministers of reconciliation. Now, one of the things the Holy Spirit shared with me on this week, and he told me to share it 
with the people of the point of praise. Many of our leaders, even in our ministry, have gotten sidetracked. They have lost their, their, their focus. Uh, individuals believe that uh, because uh, we're not in the physical building right now, that is not much for them to do. The devil is a liar. See, what has happened is if we that is that we've gotten so used to having church, but what God has been attempting to do is to show us in this season, it's time for us to be the church. It's time for us to be the full representation of who Christ is in the earth. It's time for us to share the love of Jesus Christ. Glory to God to mankind. And I know some of you saying, listen, well, I'm used to ushering and, and I can't usher no more. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you might can't usher anymore the way you used to usher, but you can usher individuals into the kingdom of God. And I know some of you say, well, listen, every now and then I used to get opportunities to minister, but it seems like uh, now we're on these virtual platforms. I don't get an opportunity to preach and, and minister uh, the way that I used to preach and, and minister. Well, you still have opportunities to preach and minister on a daily basis. The scripture text lets you know that you are a minister. Glory be to God of reconciliation. There's an anointing upon you to share this message so individuals can be reestablished to their right relationship with God so that they can be restored, so they can be reconnected with the kingdom of God, so that they can be in position to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. Now let's go back to the text real quick as I get ready to close. See, we should be excited about souls. Just put right in the common area, Lord, make me excited about souls. Make me excited about souls. Jesus, God didn't, didn't love, love the world so we can be Focus on getting cars, cash, clothes, and cribs so we can focus on being important and being on major platforms and being seen and heard and recognized. Not that he won't bless us with all that, but he brought us here. He created us here uh, to be on the earth, to be partners with him in redeeming mankind, to restore mankind back to him. God's agenda has to become our agenda. Come on, put it in the comment area. Lord, make your agenda my agenda. God's agenda has to be our agenda. Glory be to God. Our hearts have to be in alignment with the heart of God, with the mind of God. And we have to look throughout our communities. We have to look in our workplaces. We have to look in our areas of influence. We have to look over the crowd just like Jesus did. And our hearts have to be moved with compassion where we say these are sheep, glory be to God, without a shepherd. And God anoint me to be their shepherd. Anoint me to lead them into green pastures and beside still waters. And I'm not talking about you being a pastor per se, but I'm talking about you being the individual that wins them wins their soul to Christ, and you being the individual that disciples them and help mature them and grow them up and nurture them and build them up and get them established into a local uh, assembly. There's an anointing upon you for this. Glory be to God. 
Woo, my, my, my. Put right in the comment area. There's an anointing on me for this. There's an anointing on you to win souls. There's an anointing upon you to share the good news. There's an anointing upon you to transform individuals in your community and in your areas of, of influence. God has placed an anointing upon you, the same anointing that he placed upon Jesus Christ. He said, I'm anointed to preach the gospel. Glory be to God. And you are anointed to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's go to the scripture text real quick. I feel the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I really do believe that this is our year for record-breaking harvest. I believe souls are going to be one to the kingdom like never before. Glory to God. All you have to do is open up your mouth. And right now I declare and decree a boldness upon you. I declare and decree a fresh fire anointing upon you. That's what the Holy Spirit is for. When you're baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, it's not about you just speaking in tongues. It's not about you running around the church. It's not about you shouting and dancing, but he gave you power. I feel the Holy Ghost to be witnesses. Glory be to God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. The Bible says, let's go over it again real quick. It says, and all of this, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself throughout Jesus, through Jesus Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So this is where I want to go. So we are Christ's ambassadors. We are Christ's ambassadors. Glory be to God. We are special messengers. We are messengers of Jesus Christ. Christ is the chief ambassador. He came down from heaven to represent heaven. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And we have been employed by Jesus Christ to share this message of reconciliation so that individuals can get their visas glory be to god to get into heaven <laughs> Woo. see in order to get a visa in order to be a citizen of the united states you have to have a visa you have to have a visa and you have to go through the united states embassy in order to get this visa the chief ambassador, the ambassador has to approve it. If you want to enter into the United States, you need this visa. Glory to God. So Jesus, he comes down from heaven to be the chief ambassador of heaven so that individuals can have a way to get their visa to heaven. Glory be to God. Because at one time, where we were all citizens of heaven. Glory to God. So Jesus hires some ambassadors, which is you and I. Because we've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now we're his special representatives here on the earth. And so we share this message of the gospel of the kingdom of God. We share this message with Jesus Christ to individuals 
so that they can have an opportunity to get back to heaven. But there's only one way that they can get back to heaven. The only way they can get back to heaven is they have to come through Jesus Christ. And it's our responsibility to bring people to the chief ambassador. It's our responsibility to bring individuals, glory be to God, to the U.S. embassy so that individuals can receive their heavenly visa and become citizens of heaven all over again. We have to introduce individuals to the chief ambassador, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus says it like this. He doesn't, um, he's not disrespectful. He's not rude. He doesn't talk down on any other gods or any other ways to other individuals, God. But he says, if you want to get to heaven, glory be to God. If you want to be reconciled back to God, he says, this is the way it has to happen. He says, I am the way. I'm the connection. <laughs> I'm the one you have to come through. I'm the one that can redeem you. I'm the one that can reconcile you. I'm the one that can reestablish your relationship with God. He says, I am the way. It's our responsibility to point individuals back to the way. Glory be to God. Not point individuals to ourselves. Not to point individuals to our opinions. But to point individuals back to the way, which is Jesus Christ. And if you want to spend eternity with the Father, if you want to be reconciled back to God, you need to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You need to reconnect back to God through Jesus Christ. This is your day of salvation. You know, it was a gentleman that, that went to, to, the, to the embassy to, to get his visa. And uh, the individual that was there uh, ready to receive his information uh, through filling out the, the form, recognized him. He said, listen, um, he said, I read all your books. You're, you're very famous. I listen to your messages that you preach. Oh my God, I can't believe that you're standing in front of me right now. So the individual that was attempting to get his visa thought, uh, okay, I have favor now. I'm not going to have to fill out all this information. And the ambassador said, all right, sir, it was great to meet you, but I need you to fill out this form. What the ambassador was saying is, regardless of your status, regardless of how important you are, I still need you to fill out this information because the only way you're going to get your visa to be legitimate in this country is you're going to have to fill out this information. You have to go this way. And I want to, I want to minister to somebody. You, you say, well, I go to church. I'm on uh, uh, virtual platforms every Sunday. My grandmother uh, raised me up and going to church. I read the Bible. I study the Bible. I know the word. Let me let you know something. You can do all of that. And God still loves you. God is not condemning you. But he says, if you want to go to heaven, Jesus is still the way. You still have to go 
this way. You still have to fill out this documentation and receive Jesus. Ah, I feel the Holy Ghost. And receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you want to go to another country, if you want to, if you, if you want to, uh, uh, if you want to go uh, through Allah, you can go that way and you'll end up in another country. But if you want to make it to heaven, I am the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No one gets to the Father but by me. And I want to pray for somebody right now. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's time for you to be reconciled with God. It's time for you to reestablish your relationship and your connectivity with God. And I want to pray for you. Glory to God on this morning. I need you to repeat this prayer after me because the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. So today I want you to repeat this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you've been raised from the dead just for me. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now and save me say these words with boldness say satan take your hands off my mind my soul and my spirit i belong to god i belong to god i belong to god right now in jesus name amen if you repeated this prayer after me welcome into the body of christ Come on, point of praise, Family Life Center. Let's celebrate God for those individuals that just repeated that prayer. Let's welcome them into the body of Christ. Come on, let's give them some thumbs up and some hearts. And right in the comment area, put welcome to the body of Christ. Now, there are some other individuals here on this platform. You may have a special prayer request. This is what I need you to do. I need you to text 845 209 one three oh three and right uh, in the message area put the word request and let us know what sh what your prayer request is so that i can be in prayer for you so that our intercessory prayer team can be covering your situation in prayer and there may be some individuals right now you don't mind uh for us to know what you want prayer for you can put it right in the comment area right now and i'll intercede on your behalf right now because we believe that supernatural things happen when the men and women of God come together uh, in prayer. Glory to God. I want to pray for some of you on this morning. I feel the anointing of prayer. Come on, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for your awesomeness. We thank you for your power and your authority. We thank you for your word on today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It gives us direction. It gives us insight for our lives. And Father, we thank you, O oh God, for giving us step-by-step -step instructions. Father, we thank you for you're the God of a turnaround. So we thank you for transforming our situations, our circumstances, and our situations right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you for removing all hindrances and stumbling blocks out of our pathway. We thank you for making the crooked straight in our lives. And Father, those individuals that are watching right now that's dealing with sickness and disease, Father, we declare and decree that by the stripes of your son, Jesus, they're already here. We command their bodies 
to align up with your word. We command every organ, every ligament to function the way that you designed it and created it to function right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, for the Gilliard family right now that lost their sister. We pray right now that you comfort them and that you strengthen them in their inner man with power and might. Turn their tears of sorrow into tears of joy, Father. We ask you to cover their emotions, cover their mind right now in the name of Jesus. Put the right people in their path at the right time to say the right thing. And Father, we thank you for it and we praise you. We thank you for stirring up the gifts that's on the inside of your people. We thank you for raising our level of discernment so that we won't miss opportunities to minister to those individuals that are in need, to those individuals that need to receive a message, a word from you. Sensitize us to the needs of other individuals. Raise our level of passion for people and give us a soul winner's consciousness. Father, don't allow us to miss any moment, oh God, that you bring our way. And Father, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and honor for it. Now, in Jesus' name, let all of God's people shout amen well glory be to god god is so awesome we pray that you receive the word of the lord on this this morning listen uh this morning uh you know it really was not my heart's desire to try to get you jumping and shouting and dancing i want you to receive the word of the lord i want you to hear the heart of god i want us to make sure that we are realigning ourselves back to God's original intent, that we reconcile man back to him, that we be ministers of reconciliation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen, my prayer is that this week is blessed, is prosperous and successful, that is full of praise reports and testimonies of victory. And until the next time, let's stay in faith, let's stay focused. Most of all, let's stay connected because together we make a difference. Now stay around because we have some very pertinent announcements that you need to hear at this time. God bless you and we'll see you on next week.